and welcome to today's episode of Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. Well, new season, and it's October. So we all know it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're always pink here at Pros and Politics Podcast, but today we're extra pink. And today we have a conqueror that is near and dear to my heart, none other than Margaret <laughs> Mimi Crawford. Hey, Mimi. You know I do. You know I do. <laughs> I know. Throw that in there. But hey, Mimi. How you been? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I am so happy to have you here today. Thank you. And I'm not going to cry. Nope. Um, we're not. I'm not. Well, you're not a crier, but no. you know I am. You know I am. And so we're not going to cry today. But I'm so happy to have you here and that you were willing to come on and share your story for our only episode this year. Last year, we did quite a few breast cancer episodes because mm -hmm. of my best friend, the breast cancer surgeon and mm -hmm. so many other things. But this year, even last year, I said, you know what, next year, I want Mimi <laughs> to come on. And so I thank you so very much for your willingness to come on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, so tell us all about you. Well, I'm 36, so they... Didn't think that I should be going through this, but hey, you only gonna give it to the strong. So I take that. So it came, I got got it together and now we done with it. So keep on moving. That's right. So what you, what you may not know, obviously, mm -hmm. is that Mimi and I have a relationship of years, right? Yes. What she said. She was like, now nah, she at the courthouse, <laughs> you know, keeping my husband together. But so you and I met um at the courthouse years mm -hmm. ago when I was first appointed to be yes. the circuit clerk. And we kind of knew each other because I was in traffic, right? Mm -hmm. Before that. And you were like, I remember one day you was like, I'd be so glad when this process <laughs> is over. And I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You like, girl, but I can't wait for this to be done. And as God would have it, I was appointed, you know, to the mm -hmm. to be the clerk and then um, elected after that. But you worked so hard and so mm -hmm. diligently and so professionally in the traffic division. And you were always a clerk that I could count on. Now, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, I had to be like, come on, Mimi, now. Mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> but... You were a staple and still are. Mm -hmm. um, and so that built a relationship and it continued. And um, I remember when you told me. Mm -hmm. I remember when you told me. and It I was, was hard. It was hard. It was hard. You. <laughs> it took you a minute. Because I didn't know. So it, it took me a long time. So, yeah. Yes. But it, I had to tell it. Yes. And so you came into my office and you were standing there and you were way younger than you are now, right? And so you told me, and I remember telling you, it will not end like this. Mm -hmm. And obviously that was prophetic and it was my prayer for you. And I just wasn't willing to accept any other mm -hmm. outcome. 
and you were scared as anybody would be because I know I've had a biop breast biopsy in the past and mm-hmm. now every time I go to have my mammogram I mean it's the sweaty mm-hmm. armpits it's the <laughs> constant prayers like it's the worst day every 365 right. days even though my biopsy was negative so I just but because it was you I wasn't willing to <laughs> even speak or think anything other than that. Mm. And so um, we thank God that it ended up being as we both believe that it would be. So tell us about how that, how it started, like how you found it or just the initial stages of that process. Well, like they tell you to check yourself. Most of us don't, but I actually do. I might check it how they tell you to, but I checked. I felt the lump, so went to the doctor, said, yeah, I see it. We'll go ahead and get the biopsy done. So biopsy came. They called. Matter of fact, I was waiting on a different call because I had an interview. I I tell you now since you're not my (laughs) boss no more. (laughs) So I I wasn't mad about them saying, yeah, it's cancer. You need to... Come to the doctor. I was mad because I didn't get the. Uh, I missed the job interview. <laughs> Crack my phone and everything. You always gonna be you. Okay, yes. Mimi always yes. gonna be Mimi. But yes. <laughs> but so, and they said let's get it started, start the process, and now I'm a year free. So, no, I go back down from nothing. So, no, you're yeah. not. Yeah, no, you're not. So you checked, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm with you. You know right. I do I check routinely mm-hmm. and and some regards I check every day because right. I'm that overly cautious person mm-hmm. with my own body with the bodies of my children mm-hmm. you know so I'm putting on lotion and I'm like let, let me check right what? <laughs> oh okay you know and so when I'm showering or I'm you know putting on lotion or whatever because I don't want to be ashy you know mm-hmm. I'm making sure that um I'm checking and we probably should be or we actually mm, should, should be yep. more um, diligent in making sure that we're doing our monthly breast self-exams um, and making sure we're doing them the right way, yes. you know, with the hand behind the head and, you know, making sure manipulating the breast and the nipple. Um, but any check is better than no check, yes. right? And so that is very good that you're saying even at that young mm-hmm. age that you mm-hmm. were like, well, let me make sure, you know, I'm checking. And then when you found something, because mm-hmm. we had um, asked Dr. Kelly, we had Nurse Kelly on and she was saying that a lot of people, they don't check or they don't go to the doctor because mm-hmm. they're scared or they're fearful. But we all know that early detection means an early cure. Yes. <laughs> and so it's so important for us to not allow fear to be what keeps us from the healthy mm-hmm. life that we deserve. Yes. So you checked, went to the doctor. You didn't wait. Nope. She didn't wait. <laughs> she went to the doctor. Um, so the biopsy comes back malignant. And what were you thinking? I know you said you was you want to crack the phone because you <laughs> right. cracked the phone because it wasn't the job interview. But for somebody who gets that call, like, what is the thought process when someone says those words to you? Well, it wasn't as bad because I'm like, okay, well, I knew if something was wrong. So let me go ahead and get it together so I can get it over with. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as bad as I thought I was going to be. I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? That that didn't even cross my mind. Amen. 
It really didn't. So got it, got in there, got it done, started it as soon as I could. I said, no, we're going to start it now because I'm not waiting. Because then if you keep waiting, your mind going to linger. And I, I, don't, I don't got time for that. So no. I got in there, got that chemo right on out. And okay, because I was going to say, what was the treatment plan? I started in October because that's when I ended up telling y'all to take off. So I mm-hmm. took the... I should have took off at the end because it was like six months of treatments and then radiation. Then now I just go for my yearly checkup. Okay. So I think that we've also had that discussion on the platform, Mm -hmm. um, actually executing the plan. Um, Because I know a lot of people, especially in the African-American community, Mm -hmm. and we actually have a right to feel the way that we feel about it. Um, because of the spare, the disparities mm-hmm. in the way the African-American population, especially African-American women, mm-hmm. are treated differently than our white counterparts oftentimes. Um, but you decided to trust the process. I did. And I'm thankful that you did because you're still here with us. Mm-hmm. And what would you say to somebody who was like, well, I'm going to put it off. No, don't or I'm not gonna do. You know, I don't want radiation. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. I'm gonna do sea, sour stuff and sea moss. Like, yeah. what would you say to that woman? That, how you know that's gonna work? Like, how did I know that was gonna work? You, you just gotta trust your thought process. And my, I wasn't trying to do all that extra stuff, so I was like, let me do what is initiated for us to do. So that's what I'm gonna do. If it don't work, then I try something else. But. That was my thought process. This is what's going on. This is what you need to do. Okay, when I got to come, just let me know so I can be off work because I need to get it all together because I got to be here for other people. So That's right. And it was an absolute non-issue when you need it off. Now, we... What you talking about? You can tell me now that I'm not your boss no more that <laughs> you had a job interview. I can tell you now that it, it was my rough. time. It, it was rough. Time. <laughs> it was rough when you was gone. Okay. Yeah. It, it was rough. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be. But I'm just since we gonna be transparent and open and honest today. Um, it was rough. Uh, we made it. But what was most important was your health. Mm-hmm. And what was most important was you know, well maybe when, not if, when she beats this, she'll be back with us, and then mm-hmm. it won't be so rough no more because yeah. she'll be back. But it was never. But you know that from our 10 plus years together Mm -hmm. that it was always about people for me. It was never about the job first. It was always about Mm -hmm. people first, your kids first, your families first. Um, And so it was nothing. I don't care how much time you would have needed. It was, you were going to get the time that you needed. And you said that as soon as I said it, um, don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I meant it. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and here we are. So, Diagnosis, treatment. Did you ring the bell? Was there a mm-hmm. bell? I well, I didn't know I was supposed to ring it. I <laughs> see <laughs> most people me, think that me. you ring the bell when you done with cancer. No, they let you ring the bell when you get done with the treatment. Okay. No, they didn't tell me that. So I didn't even <laughs> ring the bell on the last treatment. I had to come back for an appointment. So then I rang the bell when they had everybody come up there. Cause I didn't know, because I was just me and my mama there on the last treatment. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know. That's something they should tell you from when you first start. Hey, you ring the bell when you're done with your Treatment. last one. Okay. Because you can ring the bell for radiation too. But I was like, I ain't, do- I ain't that extra. So okay. <laughs> I ain't do it. <laughs> so what was that moment like for you and, and, and mama? 
Oh, it was good. That was the last one. Then when I came back, I was supposed to start another treatment, but my sugar was too high. So now I'm a diabetic. So, but I'll take that. I'm here. So mm -hmm. I don't eat all this stuff. No way. We don't need it. <laughs> right. We don't. We don't. So that, that's the only bad outcome. Then I had a bad re, um, rash from it, but I got all the side effects, but it worked. So. Absolutely. And you look amazing. Thank you. So it there's nothing, there's no gray to that. There's only a silver lining to it because you're here and you look mm -hmm. amazing. I mean, you walked through into the studio <laughs> and I was like, okay, ponytail. You know how black women Try do. I get my use back. Okay, ponytail. <laughs> and girl, you look 20. Okay, always have, always will. Looking 20 years old. <laughs> Um, so what was the biggest thing that helped you? Like, you're very strong, always have mm -hmm. been. You've been always been a very strong person. You're very private. Um, you don't tell your business. You don't spread business. You're not a messy mm -hmm. person. Um, but what was, like, the biggest strength for you? Was it family? Was it Chrissy just and Kara? Anybody. Like, what just was family, it? friends, the, my niece, my nephew. Because my niece, she knows me, so she knew so it was just anybody just would call any a stranger. You know, I talk to strangers all the time. So just anybody. Oh, how you doing? Yeah, you do not know a stranger. Oh no. <laughs> 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 just anything. Just seeing stuff on TV. Just not trying to make your mind go there, but to keep it. I'm okay because you know God got the final say so. So I'm all right. Absolutely. So that's that's the only thing that kept me going. Just keep not thinking about it because. Mm -hmm. Like the doc, my doctor told me, I want you to stay at work because I don't want your mind wandering. I say, oh, my mind ain't going to wander. <laughs> I need to be healthy because that job, you know, they said I don't have to be there. So I'm not going. Mm -hmm. We're going to get this over with first. Absolutely. So I think that's wonderful, right? Because mm -hmm. my mind... Baby, when they said, I think it was worse than me. Like when I said it, I was like, I ain't even feel that bad. <laughs> but you just so in that role, I always felt that I was the protector mm -hmm. of the people in that office. Um, we dealt with a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And it was always us against the world. And you and I, like I said, had a relationship from my time as an assistant. I'm mm -hmm. not going to cry. <laughs> you and I had a relationship since the assistant state's right. attorney's days for me. And so it, you were always kind and I was always kind for you. So it was never like, okay, so now I'm finna go in there and be the boss. And I done treated everybody like crap right. since I got here. No, it was it never like that, no. right? And so for you to come... And, of course, I love your mom and dad, right? Mm -hmm. And your dad's always been in my corner. So it was so much more than just some disconnected person right. that works in my office, right? It was Mimi coming to me telling me that this was the situation. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, I probably, did I cry? Yeah. <laughs> positive I cried yeah. because I think even Cassie had she looked her yes <laughs> yes and so um because we love you right yeah. and so we were just really wanting you to be healthy and your best self so yeah. okay so then we finished and so you rang the bell and then when did you find out you were cancer free 
they say you go by your surgery date. So I had surgery April 26th. So I think I got the call like a week or two later. And they said you're, cause he actually, one of the doctors actually said it when I, before surgery, cause they had to check you before your surgery as well. And they was like, I don't see anything. So we're not even really gonna have to do that much. Cause I think like my third treatment, I didn't feel a lump anymore. But I ain't say nothing, cause you know, just think it's like a mental thing. Mm -hmm. But I ain't say nothing. I went to the doctor, did my exam. He was like, I don't feel nothing. I love it. So. Go get checked, and if they tell you do treatment, do the treatment. Don't don't wait, don't hesitate, do it. Absolutely. So, April is your date. Yes, it's your anniversary date, mm -hmm. and so April of this year was a year. Yes, and April of next year is going to be two, and it's mm -hmm. just going to keep, keep going, going that way. Yes, and there's nothing else, no other report mm -hmm. that we are willing to accept. No, ma'am. Okay. So you just told us what's the last thing you want people to know. You just, <laughs> if you want to tell them again, like, go, like they say, go vote, go get checked, go get your breast checked. If you don't want to do it, go to the doctor, go to a family friend, somebody that you trust to go on and check you. Cause it is, it's coming. It came, I felt like it came like COVID. Everybody, like, I didn't know because I went on Facebook like that unless I'm telling somebody happy birthday. And I was like, dang, this person, that person, it just came like the COVID came and everybody around just mostly black women having breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So you better go. Absolutely. So I just want to say thank you for coming on um, and for sharing your story. Like I said, um, I know just from, you know, talking to people that I know and like you said, family, friends, that it is something that all women suffer from. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I know that the platform is for women of color and communities of color, but cancer respects no person, at all. men, women, young, old. And so we want every woman Okay, mm -hmm. to be healthy in every area of life. So, and we all know that our mental health is tied to our physical health, and our physical health is tied to everything else that goes on with us. What did you say? We can't work temporarily, mm -hmm. or we, the way we raise our kids, or how we just, how we move, right? And so, we want everybody to be healthy and cancer free, like Mimi. Yes. Yes, we do. So, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate your willingness, and I'm just so grateful that you are still here with us. Yes. Like, thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thinking for of me, actually. What? Thanks for thinking of me to come. So Absolutely. <laughs> so you and I, even though over the last two years, we've still made some level of contact. Mm -hmm. And like I said, last year when I did it, I was like, oh my goodness, I should have had Mimi one of them Fridays. Mm -hmm. And so I said, next year, if I don't have nobody, <laughs> I'm having Mimi come on. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. And thank you for tuning in today to Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you do your self-exams each and every month to make sure that you are keeping an eye on your tatas. In the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe. And we will see you next Friday.